on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday, Mr. Jeff Perlman, the voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. 1017 WKOM. Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into the show. 13 minutes to the top of the 10 o'clock hour. We want to get to this as quickly as we can because we have a lot to talk about. So on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, we welcome in Stephen Hargis, the sports editor of the Chattanooga Times Free Press. He joins us this morning because uh, he had a... Story that uh, recently came out saying that Chattanooga and their tourism department is bidding on the Blue Cross Bowl State Football Championship. So we'll let him tell you a little bit about that. Stephen, welcome into the show. Thanks for joining us. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Doing well, Stephen. Hey, so um, the Blue Cross Bowl has been held in Cookville for, what, the past 10, 12 Years? 2009, Mo. Yeah, yeah. Since 2009. Okay. Um, and Chattanooga and Finley Stadium has um, made a proposal to the TSSAA to bring the nine state championship games down there. When would that start? Were that to be successful? Um, the bids would be for this this coming fall and, and the year after that. So it would be a two year um, hosting rights. Uh, for whoever gets it, Cookville or, or Chattanooga, yeah, the next two years. Okay, that's has it typically been on a two-year cycle, or is no? That... That's, that's the weird thing. That's, that's the one thing I did want to talk with with either Bernard or, or Matthew about it to see what to play and find out the reasoning for why it, it's normally a four-year contract, and this time it's, it's only a two-year contract. So I'm not sure why they shorten it if it, if it match up with something with reclassification, or I'm not really sure on that, but. Um, I'm, I'm interested to find that, that one out myself. Yeah, I know, like you said, the recla- this reclassification period is a two-year <laughs> period in light of, you know, the pandemic and, and the numbers and that kind of thing. That was what they said was the reasoning for only making it a two-year period. So I guess I guess theoretically the, they are awarding that bid along with the recla- that classification period. I don't know. But, you know, um, what is it? 
sounds like a stupid question on its face, but I'll ask it anyway. What is it that Chattanooga likes about the prospect of having the Blue Cross Bowl down there? I mean, I think just, you know, when you look at the, the economic impact of, you know, it could bring in around $3 million local economy. Um, you look at all the, the, the downtown hotels and eateries and things that kind of surround Finley Stadium, you, you know, it, it's, it, it would really help the local economy, but it's also kind of a showcase for your city. You bring in around forty or 50,000 people that come in over that three-day stretch um, for those nine games. Um, you know, it, it's a chance to kind of showcase what, what your city's all about. And I think, you know, the Tourism Bureau, they really like the idea of, of having folks that come down. And, you know, if, you know their thinking is if, if people come down the day before uh, or maybe your, your team that you're following doesn't play until the late game, you've got, you know, things downtown like the, the Aquarium or, you know, Rock City, Ruby Falls, you know, things like that that already bring in thousands of people, you know, as tourists. Uh, this is a chance for them to come in and kind of see that, and and the you know the the restaurants and hotels that are uh, located along the river that are everything's within walking distance of Finley Stadium. So I think that's just a chance to really kind of hook uh, folks to to come in and kind of check out what what Chattanooga has. Now, certainly would not be Chattanooga's first experience with a big football game. Um, how long did y'all host the F FCS championships? Yeah, they had they had that for close to a decade. I think before um, it moved to Dallas, uh, you know, for a long time there, it was uh, Chattanooga was kind of synonymous with the, the FCS champ, national championship game, uh, and that was obviously on, on a national stage. You know, ESPN would come in and and, and broadcast from there, and and um, you know, lots. I, I can remember going to those, uh, cover them a couple of times, and just go to watch a few times and. You know the, the the bars and restaurants that are uh, across the street from Finley. There's there's a, there's a row of them were just packed, and I mean it was kind of a, a great atmosphere. You know, with, with the um, the pavilion area that would have um, provide food and, and for the fans and things uh, to do. Uh, it was always packed and just a great atmosphere that kind of out just outside the stadium. So you kind of imagine that you know, on the scale for the, for the people's play state championships where you have, you know, fans can come in and, and they're eating at the restaurants or things like that just outside and you walk across the street and you have the, the pavilion where they have the, uh, you know, kind of a, an outdoor uh, covered area to, to tailgate or, or do whatever. I mean, it, it's got the potential to have a lot of you know, things that would add to uh, the game day atmosphere. Talking with... Stephen Hargis, the sports editor of Chattanooga Times Free Press on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. The real question here uh, for us, Stephen, is do you guys have a, a, a an elevator to the press box? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. That's, that, that should be that's, first that's... first and foremost in the uh, in the bid package to let the media know that, A, a there's enough room in the, in the press box to accommodate everybody so you don't have to go down and stay on the field. B, there, there's two elevators. We're, uh, you know, we're kind of uppity there. We've got two elevators to get you up, up to the press box. See, you got my vote already. Uh, <laughs> no, you mean you, you, you're not digging the 86 step challenge, Chris? Uh, I made it one time. I don't think I'll ever do it again. Uh, JP's on his own next time. No, you know, really, and I've, I've been to the, the FCS championship game there at Finley Stadium, and as much as I dislike the you know, UTC being a Jacksonville State guy, uh, 
it was a great atmosphere. It was one of the most fun events that I've been to. And I hated when that event moved to Frisco, just something about Chattanooga. Like you said, there's the fact that the stadium is, is right in the middle of the, of all everything that's going on. It just makes for a better event when you can have something to do other than go home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of the, the hook for, for Chattanooga here is just the, the locational thing. I mean, it's not on campus. It's not on UTC's campus. So, therefore, you've got the bars and restaurants that kind of are on, I think, three of the blocks of the, the streets that, that line around Finley Stadium have restaurants, you know, tied close enough to them where you can just get out and, and, and walk to the stadium. Uh, whereas, you know, Cookville, obviously, you're going to have to eat and then get back in the car and and drive a couple miles to get to the campus and, and, and park and go in. And then you're kind of tied to just the concession stand where, <clears throat> you know, for folks who go to a game at Finley, um, you could, as I've said before, just, you know, eat and then walk across the street. Uh, you know, you could have, have drinks, whatever, and walk across the street into the game. <clears throat> it just seems like it would, it would build much more of an atmosphere than, than what you had. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing against Cookville. I've, I've written before, you know, I think mean, 10 years ago when, when the, the game was, was first moved or 12 years ago when it was first moved there, after that first year, just the comparison for me at that time with between MTSU and Cookville, you know, I wrote a column then that said that, that Tennessee Tech wasn't a suitable host, and it, it was nothing against the, the city of Cookville. Uh, everyone that I've ever encountered um, involved with the game that weekend has been super helpful and just really friendly. It's just when you look at the site, the game site, um, Tucker Stadium was built in 1966. You know, the year Star Trek aired its first episode and Pampers introduced disposable diapers. I mean, it's been, you know, a 55 year old, uh, stadium that needs, is in bad need. I mean, you know, their, their own athletic department admits that they need a, a facelift pretty badly. And this year, um, you know, the Friday session of games was a pretty steady rain off and on all day. And I remember going from the media tent down the field and, and going to the restrooms there that were underneath the stadium where, where most of the fans go. And you're walking through, you know, a quarter inch, mm-hmm. half an inch of, of water where it had leaked from above the stadium down into the concourse area where people were going for concessions in the restrooms. And you just heard person after person, men and women, complaining about having to slosh through standing water in the restroom and to go to the concessions area. Um, you know, things like that. When you think about it, this is the crown jewel of high school sports in Tennessee. It's, it's you know, football makes triple the money that the boys basketball tournament, which is the next closest money revenue sport. Um, they make a, a, a boat ton of money for the people to play. And yet for the last 12 years, they've had the worst championship side of any sport that they play. I mean, every other sport, you know, the, uh, you, you go to Murfreesboro, you go to MTSU's, you know, the, the Murphy Center. That's a great, I mean, it should, the basketball, boys and girls basketball should always play at the Murphy Center for as long as MTSU wants to host it. That's a great site, great atmosphere for the kids. Uh, you know, you go for state golf and other, other, uh, state championship events, you know, soccer, the spring fling. Uh, those are all held mm-hmm. at, at really nice sites. And then you have football and you go there and it's, it's like, you know, there's a, a college coach that I, that I spoke with about this. Um, last night, he, he called just to give me his opinion, and it's not even UTC. This, this is someone from outside of Chattanooga said he took his their staff went to watch some of the games, and they said that one of the assistants who was from Georgia was kind of making fun of the site 
said, you know, we had ours at the Georgia Dome. You have ours at the Georgia Dome or Mercedes Benz, and and now at Georgia State's uh, location. Said, you know, look where we'll look where Tennessee is having theirs, and it was kind of you know the the whole you know just just playing down where where we have our state football championships, and so you know it, again, it's nothing against the city of Cookville. It's just Tucker Stadium is. is by far the worst championship site for a T-plus play event in the state, and it shouldn't be that way when this is the biggest and best uh, as far as moneymaker uh, for the T-plus play. I think the biggest question I would have, Stephen, is location <clears throat> of Chattanooga in the state. I think a lot of people feel like the that location is just it, – it, it's almost unfair to the far western located teams in the state. Yeah, and that's that's going to be the the obstacle that, that Chattanooga will have to overcome. The first ob- biggest ob- obstacle, probably, that they will have to, to face is that location because we're such an elongated state. Um, you're, you're always better off to have it. I've I've, I've said before, you know, I'm, I'm not from Murfreesboro, but Murfreesboro should get to the right to host pretty much anything it wanted to because it's smack dab in the middle of the state and and has the best facilities there at MTSU. But if if they don't uh, submit a bid then you, you you can only choose you know it's like it's like a, a political election you know you can only vote for one of the two candidates even if you dislike you know both candidates you have to eventually choose well this is a case where if it's only cookville and only chattanooga that submits bids which right now that's the people players so that's the only one that they've, they've heard from that they're expecting to have uh bids submitted from then you have to look at that and then you do have to weigh that okay the the location uh of, of chattanooga uh being a little further east than, than Cookville, so that the teams from the far west would have to travel further. Is it worth that to have a better experience in terms of the facilities? And that's that's what the, the mm-hmm. board of control will have to weigh is is those two obstacles there because the biggest obstacle for Cookville is the championship site. Once you get there, the biggest obstacle for Chattanooga is they're an hour, hour and a half further east than Cookville yeah. is from, from the western portion. Well, the TWSAA Board of Control will meet, and they will make that decision on March 16th. Stephen Hargis of the Chattanooga Times Free Press on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, sir. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.